0: Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network, your home for quality retro podcasts. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodokar Schaller. Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're gonna do two first person shooters for the Amiga. We're gonna talk about Gloom and Alien Breed 3D. But before we do, Aaron, what is new
1: in the world of Amiga? Well, there's not a ton of new stuff, but since we've been gone for a couple of weeks, there's a few things that have built up over the over the course of our off airness since you had the big interview last week. Good job, by the way. Thank you. I thought it was a real nice interview, and uh, those guys are a couple interesting cats. Um, <clears throat> a new Kickstart was released. If you can believe that, a new Kickstart ROM. So is this 3.2? It's a it's a 3.1 ROM. It's a thir- it's forty two. Okay. Uh, I looked at what they've changed. The changes are sort of there. There's a couple small things, but they did change the boot screen to a uh, to have the Amiga ball on there, the uh, boing ball. Right. Uh, some people don't like it. Some people do. <laughs> I actually, I talked to a guy who was not a big fan. And <laughs> of I, course, I, this would be something
0: that people fight endlessly about. Well,
1: you know, I guess they did it to say, "Look, you've got the new Kickstarter." Yeah. You know, but. Uh, yeah. So, that's something. I uh, probably won't bother to upgrade, frankly. But, uh, you know, I'm all right. I am like i do not know. Um, the uh, uh, There's a fellow. And I, it's funny, I never heard of I may have heard this somewhere and just forgot. There's a guy named Iraq Have you ever heard of Iraq Ear No. Earrock is a guy who goes back and tweaks uh, some of the old Amiga uh, titles. He just came out with a tweak of Dragon Spirit. I looked at a video on it. it. It looks pretty good. It's called Dragon Spirit SE. It's a I'm bit, not familiar with
0: Dragon Spirit, the game.
1: Uh, it's a sort of a shooter where you're you're on a dragon. Is it a
0: side-scrolling shooter where you're riding a dragon? I think it's... Or is it top-down?
1: I can't remember, really. It's been a while since I played it. I mean, I, 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 I've never been overly impressed with it, but mm. maybe it'll be better now. Uh, but this guy's done a number of tweaks on some of these games, including Rise of the Robots, which that needs all the tweaking it can get. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, he added video to some parts of it. He he changed the hit system on it so that you so you can I think it's so you no longer take damage when I can't remember if he made it it, where you no longer took damage when blocking or that you took damage when blocking. But the long story short, it makes it so you can't just beat the game by doing the same thing over and over. Okay, which was a big problem. Mm -hmm. He also made it so you can get to the end boss without having to fight everyone twice. That's good. So basically, like he went through and made the common sense changes to Rise of the Robots that anyone their right mind would have made it in the first place. <laughs> so good on it. He also did changes to uh, uh, Wonder Boy in and Monsterland, and uh, I think he did one for he did Guyana Sisters as well. I think that's the one I, where we I think I first heard about it was Guyana Sisters. But uh, and they're all available on his uh, on his uh, blog site, and uh, I've got a link up in Google Plus. Uh, That reminds me. Next bit of news. Amazingly, (laughs) yes, it took a while, but we now have. So you can't see that hand. (laughs) Uh, We now have over a hundred people on our Google Plus. The largest community on Google. No, (laughs) not even close. But for us, I feel like we're getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, Google Plus, and I like everybody on there, and uh, uh, it's not real active. Basically, I post, but I've noticed that more people have been posting here recently, so which is nice. Um, your uh, interview with uh, the Oliver Twins uh, got me to doing some research on them, and uh, I came across a site which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, but I, I hadn't been there forever, called Yoke Folk. Have you been to the Yoke Folk? Ha- you know they they tagged us on Facebook, and I I went and I explored their site, yeah, yeah. Yoke mm-hmm. Uh, it's a dizzy fan site, mm-hmm. and they ain't kidding, brother. They, are, they got dizzy stuff. They are fans. Yeah, so if you're in the dizzy, you just heard the Oliver Twins interview, and you're like, "Man, I got to get some more information on that at Freaking Egg. <laughs> that's where you. That's where you get the information on the Freaking Egg, man. Um, that was the alternate title for Dizzy, by the way. The freaking Egg. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much all I've got. I mean, it's really been a slow week. I saw a few uh, uh, alphas came out of new Amiga titles. Uh, That I have, but I usually don't cover that stuff. So we'll see how they, uh, how it goes. Um, Do you want to talk about what's going on with? We're we're still trying to, we're still hoping to review Defender, Defender of the Crown. So
0: Defender of the Crown Collector's Cut. Um, This thing is rare. Yeah. So (laughs) even when you order it, you don't get it. You know, I I ordered this from from CinemaWare. It has to be more than a month ago now. Uh, I contacted Sven and apparently the package was sent back the first time because it had the wrong zip code they got sent back and then but then it got returned a second time because it had the wrong address the complete just the wrong address so he's uh he's informed me that it should be arriving on our shores within the next seven days with the correct address um i'm really eager to get it because it's been a while we want to we want to talk about it on the show we want to do an unboxing so Hopefully, by next week, we will have in our hands the Defender of the Crown
1: box set. I've seen uh, uh, on YouTube a couple people have put up uh, unboxing videos of it, and they seem to be very pleased. I will say that. So I'm looking forward to getting my hands on Mm -hmm. it uh, eventually. Yeah. So that should be fun.
0: Um, Another Amiga-related thing that I got. um, Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it over since it's sitting right here. Leave him, folks he's getting a refill <laughs> I went on to the eBay and I purchased a new amiga 500 case um, they there are guys in Poland that sell these for a ton but there's a rel- I think this is a new outfit in England that is just you know they're tearing down amigas and kind of selling them piecemeal and this has got the ports And it's got you know all of the coverings on it and everything. It seems like it's in good shape. It's got a little bit of yellowing on it, but it's it's uh it's all together. So we're gonna take our old 500 case and replace the top of it, which uh, as Aaron has uh, relayed several times in the past, his cat's knocked over, and uh, and destroyed. So we've got a new case uh, for our 500. So watch out for the uh, the video of us doing that. And you got a good deal on that, too, didn't I you? I did. I only paid about 40 bucks, including shipping, for that. Not too bad. Not too bad from England. Yeah, that's a beauty. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, there is a new movie coming out for the Amiga. Um, this has been talked about ad nauseum online. If you followed the Kickstarter and all the stuff, the movie is called Viva Amiga. The trailer for the film has finally been released. And I've got to say, have you seen it? I've not gotten to see it yet, no. I've got to say, it, to me... And this is no slight on the Bedrooms to Billions people. To me, this looks like the better film. Um, just this from is, the trailer. You're yeah, in. just from the trailer. Because it seems like this is going to focus a lot. Now, it depends. Let me back up. It depends on what you want to get out of the movie. Bedrooms to Billions was very individual focused. It was very programmer focused. It was all about the guys that were in their bedrooms making these games. Right, including all over 20 years. Right, right. This is more the story of the Amiga. You know this is the story of the company you know Commodore at this time of the you know the way that they broke into the European market Pleasance is on there talking Um, and more about the company and to me just me personally that's the more interesting story I like knowing about the business the post-mortem about the mistakes that were made the triumphs the failures Um, I'm not sure when this is coming out uh, but definitely watch the trailer it's all over you, you know if you look at i think we posted it on our facebook page
1: um if you just go on youtube and search for viva amiga trailer it's on there i'm looking forward to seeing it i still haven't seen uh better civilians yet but my schedule will be loosening up in the next couple of weeks and so hopefully i'll get to sit down and actually watch a movie or two yeah but uh, i've heard good things and i i I, uh, um, I read some reviews of the uh trailer that seem very positive so you're not the only one that thought that so that's Good news. There's never enough uh, uh, documentary-type stuff about the Amiga that I'm going to get tired of.
0: Let's see. What else do we have? We have some side updates this week. The biggest news... Well, I don't want to say that. There were several big newses. Uh, The first one, um, kind of in celebration of our Oliver Twins uh, interview... Dreamcatcher has composed the review to end all reviews when it comes to the Dizzy game. It was a
1: fantastic Dizzy. Amazing. I mean, it has to be 50,000 words. Yeah, he it's... went crazy, eight bonkers. <laughs> and and I, I read it, and I was like, man, I, not only did I want to play that game, I wanted to go invest in some sort of, like, kickstart to immediately <laughs> upgrade the game. I was like, man, this is, this is unbelievable insight in this. Name. Yeah, and he, he he threw
0: in a couple of young ones references too. I, I appreciate that being the young ones yes. fan that you are. Neil was I think Neil's a picture of Neil as well. <laughs> yeah, I love the young ones. Um, we got an Amicast mention. You know the uh, the other Amiga the the Amiga podcast that shall not be named. Um, they they. Uh, they gave us a, a little, they talked about us a little bit in their last episode. So, uh, they do we, a good job, they yeah. They've, they've been doing it for a long time, you know.
1: That reminds me of something just off the cuff here. Remember when someone wrote in and said we were the next show to take over the mantle from uh, that podcast uh, that we couldn't figure podcasts, out what it was the Amiga Roundtable? The Amiga Roundtable. And I don't think I've talked about this. A couple, of, a couple of weeks ago after that, I looked like a maniac to try to find some of those.
0: You did bring oh, that I up. I bring that yeah. up?
1: Well, I still haven't found them. I looked again this week. If anyone's got a copy of these freaking uh, <laughs> a podcasts, man, shoot me a letter. I'd like to hear what these guys sounded like. and uh, uh, Just because I didn't know they existed in the first place. There might be something to it. So, yeah, shoot me, a, shoot me a note over if you got any of those. What else you got, Bo? Um...
0: The, the, and then the, the, the last the last bit of side updates that we have Gary Hucker, our friend in New Zealand oh, send, sender here. of the ZX Spectrum and the awesome uh, New Zealand newspaper with the picture of that girl swinging a possum or whatever <laughs> um, he was uh, he came across a huge Amiga treasure trove I guess an Amiga collector had passed away and his family had contacted Gary about there's some stuff that they wanted to sell and I mean boy Something like six Amiga 2000s, uh, two thousands, two six hundreds, a couple 500s.
1: There's like a thirty five hundred. Yeah, some weird like, thing. Where, what is this crap?
0: Not to mention, you know, all of the software and boxes pictures and, yeah, and video the, stuff. Yeah. And there's a toaster in there. Um, just awesome stuff. This is
1: like that kind of stuff you dream about. Right. You know, it's like, hey, I got some stuff to take home. You know, you're like, oh. You know. <laughs> um,
0: and he is actually going to be writing a series of posts on our
1: blog. Um, oh great! To, I didn't know about uh, that. Yeah,
0: to um, to kind of all of the cataloging that he's doing, all of the maintenance and the the fixing and stuff like that. So look forward to that, guys. I'm really looking forward to you know I love all that stuff. Um, so he'll be he'll he's joined the amigos
1: riding squad. You know, great Gary. Uh, 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 I, I enjoyed just his initial thoughts on it. And the pictures he had up were really interesting. You you stare at this uh, uh, at this. Wide array of stuff, mm-hmm. all can, and it just, it's, a, it really is. It's, I've never seen that much Amiga stuff in one spot. Well, you know,
0: it's funny if we, you know, if we went to Goodwill or someplace and we saw one Amiga 2000, we'd fall over. If I saw an Amiga
1: <laughs> mouse, I, would, I mean, I saw that city disc and I about died mm-hmm. in the wild, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, so it was baffling. But I mean, of course, we're not in the UK or over in Germany, but yeah, what a find. Uh, and uh, speaking of the spectrum, you mentioned that briefly. I have, uh, the Spectrum of my possession and have been toying with it. Oh, now, um, uh, and reading some stuff. I've got nothing major to report, but I'm on the case and, uh, I'm looking forward to. It. I've been also trying to figure out what I should play on it, mm-hmm. you know. So there'll probably be some Spectrum stuff coming up before the end of the year for sure. I'll have something coming up. Excellent. On there. Excellent. And I, and I, we do appreciate that. I, we haven't talked about that for, for yeah. a couple of weeks, but, uh, that was also awful nice. Yeah. And I will say, one thing I have done with it is is when people come to the house, I'm like, look at this. And they're all baffled. They're like, what is <laughs> this? And, you know, it's like, oh, this is, you know. Oh. So, I, if anything, we've spread the word of the spectrum. That's right. From the hither to yarn. Yep, yep. All over
0: West Virginia, people yeah. are talking about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what have you, been, have you uh, aside from Gloom and uh, Alien Breed 3D, have you played any other Amiga stuff this week?
1: Uh, I have. Um, i played... A uh, uh, a lot of Stunt Car Racer, uh, the, the TNT version this week. I, I, you know, I don't know why. That game is, a, for me, that's a game uh, that calms me down. I don't know why. So, I've, I've played that a couple times when I needed to take a break. I've played the uh, Amiga version. There's a, it's a, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's an Amiga version of Spy Hunter. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it's awful good. Uh, uh, God, I should know the name. I've seen it a million times, but... Uh, man, it, it's a tr- it's a tremendously faithful at the arcade, and I like that. I, I, Spy Hunter is a tough game to translate in the home, for the home, but mm-hmm. with the, with the keyboard, they did a good job. They made it a, they made it a lot of fun. So I'll play some of that this week. Did um, Spy Hunter the the arcade version had a wheel, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. And it had uh, buttons to call your truck. Mm-hmm. And you had That's what it makes. I mean, boy, what a great uh, what a great cabinet too. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, to have the, the the I think they had a uh, two or three different flavors of the cabinet you know but they had all the flashing dashboard lights mm. it's always like that so I was a big spy hunter guy back in the day um, I played a little bit of, uh, of super frog with the kid you know we sort of kind of killed super frog a little bit when we did the review but it is awful cute and it's 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 a weird combination of cute and really hard. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's the, maybe that's the problem with it, you know. Uh, we also played the uh, me and uh, my kid played. He, he we've gotten into the whole Bonk series, really. And the Amiga has the I think it's called BC Kids. The, it's the Bonk for mm-hmm. and and it's it's pretty fun, you know. It they did a good job. We may you have know. to cover that on the show. One have you tried that before? No. Um, it's real. It's quite good.
0: You know, Bonk is just like so many other the the Turbo Graphics games. Their games that always looked awesome. I remember seeing them in
1: the magazine ads, and I never played them because I never had a Turbo Graphics. And Bonk is really clever too. I mean, it's it's a very clever game, and it plays great on the it plays great on the Amiga. Um, I don't have it for the Turbo Graphics. I know you're stunned because I only have two games now, three. Uh, but uh, I also played a little bit of pinball, and. I, I stand by our previous reviews. I go back to the first one most of the time. People are dreamers. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I did it this week again. That's I, the one with beatbox, right? That's, a, yeah. that's the one. I that's the table so, choice. Yeah. So I played a lot of beatbox. So, so yes, I actually put a lot of Amiga this week uh, just in little spurts. I uh, am still suffering from the, that mouse problem, but I figured out some workarounds to kind of at least when I can play stuff without having anything, have the mouse. Uh, and I'm not going to be screwing even, even if I have to replace the chip or something in it. I'll I've got the CD32 to back me up, yeah, in case I need it. So, but yeah, what are you up to? You know, I haven't I haven't played any
0: Amiga this week other than the two games. It's been a real crazy week, um, and uh, I've got no excuses other than the fact that I've just I've got too much other real life, as it always does, gets in the way. This coming week, I'm hoping to get into it and uh, just you know. There's just something about scrolling through that list of WHD load titles and picking out one that seems cool, you know, and just firing it up. Yeah, I agree. So,
1: um, well, let's go ahead and get right into the games. All right. Let's go ahead and take a look at Gloom. Uh, Now, I'll preface this by saying that uh, I remember Gloom from back in the day. And I remember thinking, I remember when I first saw it, having seen Doom, uh, before my buddy's PC and being very impressed. Do you think? Do you do you think that that, that was why they called it that? Because people would just say, "Well, there's doom and gloom." I assume so. Yeah. I'm, obviously, it was a super duper clone. But I, I have to say that when I saw Gloom for the Amiga, I was I thought it was crap. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and like, what what year was this? It would have been right when it came out. So, 95, mm-hmm. 90, you know. Because Doom came out in 94, right? Yeah, somewhere, yeah, 93, mm-hmm. it, It's funny. My buddy had a PC, and I used to smoke him on games and laugh. Like, look at this. But the PC had been slowly catching up. I knew I was screwed when I saw Doom. I, yeah. like, oh, na- I don't think we could do this, and we, can, we really couldn't. Uh, Doom, or Gloom, excuse me, came out in 95. Uh, its developer was an outfit called Black Magic with the world's greatest mm-hmm. ins- insignia you or symbol pentagram with a it's skull upside in the down with pentagram with six six and, yeah. sixes and stuff. It looks like something you're gonna bring a demon <laughs> to you. Uh, they did really nothing. They pretty much they the only thing they ever did was Gloom uh, this and Gloom and Gloom Deluxe, which is an updated version of Gloom. <clears throat> I didn't look at anything but the original Gloom. I know they did some improvements in latter generations, but I, you know. This is what they led with. Uh, it was published by an outfit called Guildhall. Uh, they didn't do a whole lot more than Gloom. They did Gloom Deluxe. They did Gloom 3. Yeah. It's a, it's a Gloom factory. Yeah, they did Legends, um, Minsky's, and Street Racer, and strip, po- strip Pot Poker, I believe is what it was called. It was a uh, some kind of nudie poker game. Sure. So this was high class. <laughs> uh, two players, simultaneous t- uh, two-player uh, I did not try the simultaneous two-player, but everything I read, it was horrible. Uh, you often just would never see the other player. Yeah. But uh, you know. um, it was the artist and co- the coder was, was a guy named Mark uh, Silby. Uh, he's actually a pretty well-known guy. He did this game. He did Gloom Deluxe. He did Guardian. He did Overkill. Guardian and Overkill are both pretty, pretty well-regarded games. I don't think I've tried either one. Have you ever heard of those? No. Um, but he did. He was the guy behind Blitz Basic on the Amiga. Have you ever heard of Blitz Basic? Well, it's funny because I, I read
0: that on the title screen. It said that utilities, the utilities for the game were, were coded in Blitz
1: Basic too. Yeah. Uh, Blitz Basic is a programming language that... Um, Supercar was made in. Yeah. Oh, and, no, and not Supercar. Skid Skidmarks, skid right. Sylvie was, oh, was involved in Skidmarks. Uh, Blitz Basic was a was a very popular uh, programming language of the day, um, and uh, Sylvie was the guy was the big driver behind it. I believe he ended up uh, releasing the source code at one point, so I think for this and the sequel both, I think he, so that's a pretty nice yeah. of That um, Blitz Basic is a, is a, is a known for a very, to be a very quick you know, fast programming language, so they could do games and stuff at a, at a, at a quick clip. And uh, if you think about it, that does make this game impressive, that he, you know, this is a guy that wrote the, he wrote the operating system effectively, or wrote the, you know, the proper the programming tool, mm-hmm. and then he wrote the game with the tool, so not bad. Uh, and this guy's got a lot of, he's got a lot of respect. You know, he's a, he was a pretty big deal. Um, the other guys on this game never did anything else but this and and Gloom Deluxe. I mean, it was pretty much all they did. So I, they, the whole team pretty much came in to do this, as far as I can tell. Um, which would would make sense if you consider that this is a game that would be, when Gloom came out, really this was sort of new ground. The kind of stuff they were trying to do, right? I mean, especially you, on the platform. I mean, the Amiga had three D games, you know that that sort of perspective. Mm-hmm. But they weren't this type. I mean, right. This is like smooth scrolling 3D. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the uh, step and the screen kind of goes, you know, sort of Redraw, like your let's okay. say like uh, your Eye uh, of the Beholder or mm-hmm. to a certain degree your Dungeon Masters, yeah. or stuff like that. Uh, AGA game, uh, you could install this on a hard drive if you had a two meg uh, memory uh, to to uh, which I probably use chip memory to 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 run it from the hard drive. Um, so what's to say about this game? Um, if you've played Doom, this is its pixely bastard child. You right? know, I'm
0: wondering if Doom is not quite as pretty as we remember it. You know, well, it would have been. And
1: it would have been interesting. Did you? Did you fire? Did you happen to fire I it up? I didn't fire it up, but I watched the videos. to to have a look? And it, it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It ain't. It's. It's not the highest pixel quality, but it but does I mean, look it's, better. It looks a lot better. Okay. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about Gloom, though, like I said, when I first played this, I thought it was, I, I mean, back in the day, I thought this is crap. Mm-hmm. And I trust me, when I played it the first couple of times, I was like, I ain't going back to that, and I didn't. I never played it again. But loading it up this time with a, with a new uh, new perspective on the on the fact that it was they were able to crank this out on on a machine that was not really um, optimized for. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Made to play three dimensional mm-hmm. stuff, and you got to consider like that's sort of the knock on the Saturn, let's say. Right. And the Saturn, uh, you know, was around a lot later than this. Mm-hmm. So if the Saturn, or you know, and the Genesis even too. I mean, mm-hmm. remember Doom was no easy task on any machine. No. You know, um, the, uh, but I mean, it's there's there's no beating around the bush. It's Doom. It's Doom on the Amiga. They just basically you know change some stuff around the mm-hmm. story. Uh, you're teleported to a building infested with enemies. You're a soldier with a gun. You go and kill the enemies. And but your, your gun is not really even a
0: gun. You know, you, you never actually see your weapon, and you kind of hurl these orbs at your enemies. Uh, as you upgrade your weapon, the orb changes colors. Um, but apart from that, there's no real weapon upgrades like there is in Alien Breed 3D, for example. Right.
1: Um, you can uh, you just basically run around this area shoot shoot (laughs) bad guys collect power-ups collect health collect ammo the uh i mean it's open doors open very uh cunningly built doors as we talked about in the pre-show with switches and lights and you know they looked straight out of doom uh and and you and rinse and repeat i mean that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. right um the uh, power-ups are usually in the form of bouncing orbs that look almost exactly like your shots. Mm-hmm. Which makes it a little confusing. So, so for a good while, both didn't know that they you <laughs> could go touch those. Most of the time, things that look like
0: your bullets that are moving, you don't want to touch because they kill you. Um, one thing that I thought was, was that, that does set this apart from Doom... <laughs> Is that in Doom you're fighting these alien-looking guys, especially in the early levels? In this game, you're fighting humanoid characters, and they—they they are varied. There's the guys with shirts. There's the guys without shirts. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's that,
1: well, that, that's the varies. That's the... <laughs> you're really grasping on that. <laughs> yeah. One thing that was interesting, I found an interview with uh, Selby, the guy that made this. I, I thought this—I this found was interesting. So. Um, and during the interview, they asked him about the game, and he he programmed this game in a. But he did the bulk of the programming in a restaurant in Auckland, New Zealand. Really, shout yeah. out to uh, our New Zealand listener Gary right. Hucker. So, I, of course, I didn't know that. Uh, and but the funny thing is, uh, the guys he did it with uh, were two a couple guys from. I guess they did the graphics. They were a couple guys uh, from uh, I think it was Samoa. Really, which is so that's kind of neat. Yeah, you don't hear about a lot of action. In From Samoa, Samoa yeah. or or uh, or uh, you know, or New Zealand. What about Samoa Joe? Is he a wrestler? He is a wrestler. He is a very good wrestler. But I mean, when I think of Samoans, right? Obviously, wrestlers come to mind. Uh, but the rugby, rugby. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Not <laughs> not a big programming. No. Yeah. You know, and so that's that's kind of that's kind of sort of awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh. The fact that this game has no ramps. Or steps or elevators. It's Have all you, has, flat plane. Well, according to uh, Selby, uh, it slowed down the engine too mm-hmm. much. The game does, in all fairness,
0: the game. Aside from it, the the way that it looks graphically, it runs very smoothly. When you're running through the hallways and stuff, it doesn't hitch. I mean, it's, it does. It's, yeah.
1: Well, now again, it ran a little better on your machine than it on mine. Yeah,
0: depending on your hardware. I was running it, you know, on a PC emulating an Amiga. Um, but Aaron, you said it ran about 80% of the speed yeah, on your Yeah, give yours. or take. Yeah.
1: Um, the, uh, there's a game hidden in here. Really? Yeah. I never found it, but it's in there. Um, something else, that, speaking of it, since we were talking about Blitz Basic, uh, two very successful games were written in Blitz Basic, and we reviewed one of them. Worms was written in it. Really? And the other game was a game called Hardball, which is a baseball, baseball game, yeah. which I used to, used to play back, back in the day. Uh, it's still sort of around, you know, in a new, you know, in a new kind of rendition. It's not called what's basic anymore, uh, but uh, uh, so uh, that's kind of neat,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. But uh, you know, getting back to the to uh, gloom, you know, this game's tough to. It's sort of tough to review, right, because you're looking at a game like this in with the eyes of someone in 2016. Now I can tell you, like I said, when I was in, with the eyes of someone in 1995, I was not impressed. Again, I didn't know much about chipsets or or the abilities of 3D graphics. So I look back on it now as sort of a, a programming achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not a great game. It really, it's not. It's, not. it's trying. So this reminds me a lot of, of the Street Fighter port. And don't get me wrong. This is a much better programming feat, mm-hmm. but it's just something you're trying to do on a machine that it doesn't need to be on. Mm-hmm. The Amiga had its strengths and its weaknesses, and this was not one of its strengths. Uh, unfortunately, this was the wave of things to come. And effectively, when Doom broke on the PC, uh, it that was one of the nails in the coffin of the Amiga. Right. And Effectively, that was... You're showing well, the Amiga something. was
0: already done by the time well, Doom uh, but came I'm,
1: out there were still people hanging on yeah. at the time but uh, I mean you gotta think um up to that point you were running a lot of the stuff that you could I mean you could still run a lot of stuff hey Mortal Kombat 2 is pretty solid on mm-hmm. that and you're thinking well that's not bad Doom when it came to 3D that was that of course 3D killed a lot of systems dead yeah you know yeah. and so this was, an un- this was another one it just, mm-hmm. it just couldn't quite hack it so as a novelty you could sit and play it um but I couldn't play this for any length of time. I played it on and off this week, and I would sit down and have a go at it, and just be like, "Man, this is it's hard, it's hard to look at. It's, mm-hmm. it's just like a."
0: Well, there are some there are some points in the game where you're looking out at a in a corridor, and there are two or three enemies coming, in, and it just looks like a mess of pixels. It yeah. doesn't look. There's nothing. Yeah, it's just yeah.
1: I told Bo when we were doing the uh, live when we were doing the live stream, it's like. Uh, at, for me, I would get to a point where you didn't even see like the uh, the walls or the decorations on the walls or what they were supposed to be. I just looked at bad guys and barriers, mm-hmm. you know. And, and okay, B and you, you didn't even. I didn't even look at the decorations and stuff. I just, it didn't. It didn't work for me. So again, gloom. I think the only now. And the funny thing is, I, I believe this was the 14th highest game of all time on the Amiga, on the on the. Uh, all time list, yeah, but these are the same guys. 18. These
0: are the same guys that rate Lionheart in the top five. I mean, well, what are we talking about here?
1: Well, this is this game is no Lionheart, sir. <laughs> um, this was a well, <laughs> amazingly review wise. This was a pretty well reviewed game. Uh, it got mostly eighties and uh, and nineties. Uh, I read the uh, article on Amiga format. I was, again, that's sort of my go to, and the review was pretty positive. Uh, they uh, they didn't write, say this is the Amiga's Doom killer or anything like that, but they were, they were pretty proud of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, times change, <laughs> I guess. I mean, again, it's hard to go back and look at it with those eyes, but to me, you it it, it, no dice. On, yeah. it. Um, I had to check on on uh, on uh, eBay to see what these things were going for, and there were none in the U.S. Uh, as usual, uh, I think this did get an NTSC r- release, I think, but I've never seen one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, you can get one in the UK, uh, twenty-five to forty bucks shipped U.S. Okay. So, if, if you really want to go out of your way to get it, uh, you it's it, you can get it. Mm-hmm. Not here, but over there, you can get it. Well let's uh oh
0: and you know it's funny i was just looking at your list of amiga titles you know re, amiga magazines that had reviews and it just it, it always surprises me that this is you know this is a year after commodore closed up shop on the amiga yeah and the the, the amiga
1: magazine scene was still thriving in 1995 yeah there were plenty of them yeah. still plenty of them around alien breed 3d all right um released in late 95 uh it came on a couple discs, which I think these are. I was, a, I, th- I think, surely it came on CDs at that point. Uh, I don't think this. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think if this would have uh, shipped out on. Surely it would be on more than two floppy discs. No, just two floppies. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, because
0: I was loading this off the ADFs on the emulator.
1: Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Because I, I, yeah. Well, duh. Um, developed by uh, Team Seventeen. And this was actually published and published by Ocean and developed. It was actually developed by Team 17. They developed it in, in-house, in and they, and they didn't develop a ton of their stuff. They did uh, the Alien Breed the 3D sequel. They did uh, Arcade Snooker. I thought <laughs> that was funny. They did Mania. They did an ATR at Christmas demo. That was all the stuff they developed. Mm, that's it. They didn't uh, do worms or any of the other stuff. The, uh, the coder on this was a guy named Andy... Clith Rowe, and he only worked on this and the sequel, along with the rest of his team. Uh, uh, this was it. The only guy that worked on other stuff was Journe Lin, the musician. He worked on a ton of stuff, as you can imagine. Uh, Brat, Fantastic Voyage, Worms, Project X, a lot of the stuff that was a Team 17 stuff. It's
0: almost as if the guys that were into the first-person shooter programming, they were kind of a, a breed apart where that was their main skill.
1: Yeah, it, it, it that That does seem to be the case. Well, I mean, again, if you're a 2D programmer, your skills are effectively worthless. Yeah, yeah. Um, AGA game, uh, again, first-person shooter, of course. Um, This game was... uh, was uh, followed by a sequel, which I didn't look at the sequel. Did you have a look at it? That... Just uh, just enough to see if it would run on WHC. Load and it does. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's called the Alien Breed 3D 2, the Killing Ground. Alien Breed 3D 2. That's you got to keep piling <laughs> it, piling on them <laughs> on. Um, <clears throat> I had played this one a long long time ago, but I really had no memory of it. And uh, uh, in all honesty, it's it's sort of more of the same. Uh, when it comes up, you've got a, uh, oh, I'd say about, what would you say, about 40% of the screen has Doom, or has the... The HUD around. Has it? the uh, actual game. And right. The rest of the screen is covered in, like, this... Well, it's a, black, it. it's a black border, and then it's got uh, slots for your
0: inventory, and then also your health, which is represented by a human heart.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the... Uh, the game is a lot is very similar to the
0: to me this is more doom like than gloom it's very well Um, because it's got the enemies they could have just you know stolen the sprites right out of doom yeah um the the key card system is the you know not present in gloom that i saw but it's definitely present here yeah um the way the, the ammo looks very similar to me this is the doom clone gloom is Let's see if we can make a game like Gloom or like Doom, but this is this is really similar.
1: Well, you're right. And again, this is another game we we, we around with it, and we I knew I, I couldn't remember how to do it until a boat stumbled across. But I knew there's a way to make it full screen, uh, and it's hideous looking. <laughs> it's just as bad as Gloom. Yeah. So posters, they used to call it postage stamping. Mm-hmm. The old the game in that little window is the way to go. Believe it or not, um, it's almost unplayable really yeah. at that, at the full size you know really what can I say more of the same mm-hmm. more of the same the doors look just like the doors in Gloom They mm-hmm. look just like the doors in Doom the uh, bad guys look just like the guys in Doom and looks like the guys in Gloom you shoot barrels why are there explosive barrels scattered all over the halls just cause <laughs> you know uh, we the, the game our live stream playthrough ended with me going into a pool
0: of water and not being able to escape uh, I don't know if there was a way to get out or they just wanted you to reset it from that point, but um, it didn't end well.
1: Yeah. Uh, the sound is good. Mm-hmm. The awesome picture at the beginning of the, of the game... That's probably the best part of the game. Uh, which With the Jedi trying, <laughs> assaulting the uh, monkey from Primal Rage, uh, which is cool. Uh, the, uh, I, and it's a very high-definition uh, picture, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool. The, uh, the controls what did you think of the way it felt it was yeah, like a... yeah not too bad i mean it felt like doom tell, yeah. tell them tell about your original experience with the controls so the,
0: the with alien breed uh it defaulted to mouse control and so if you wanted to move forward you physically have to you push the mouse forward you lift it up off your table you put it back and you, you keep on doing this motion with your arm to move forward it's ridiculous yeah um you know if they had a if they had a like a modern first person shooter where you use WASD and then you use the mouse to kind of look around that would make sense of course this is way before that sort of thing but um, you know kudos to them in some way to you know to have the option for mouse control the same goes with joystick control um, in gloom you couldn't even look around with the joystick you could go forward and back and then but side to side wouldn't work for me in gloom and I don't know if I was doing something wrong or if maybe you were supposed to use a combination of the joystick and the keyboard but I couldn't get it to work I could only go forward and
1: back I uh i thought this was the better of the two i i'm not even sure why i guess it looks a little better it plays about the same really that this was this was another game that didn't run that great on my on my machine uh, this was a big seller on the cd32 mm-hmm back in the day and this this is ranked number 12 on the amiga power all-time list mm. so these games were highly regarded back in the day but I, I can't help but wonder if it was highly regarded because they were so desperately longing for something yeah you know to, uh, to to latch onto. and hey you know if maybe there are people out there that really really love these games but I've not met them yeah you know I mean I sit down and fall in love with them this I mean this is not canon fodder or something mm-hmm. where you are gonna sit down and play it some 3D games notoriously age poorly, especially the early ones, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, that much said, it was smooth enough to play, mm-hmm. just like Gloom. You know, this and Gloom are eerily similar, really. I mean, obviously, they're Doom clones, but, I mean, they just, they run about the same, they sort of play about the same. The, uh, the key card system, the doors, the the barrels, the monsters, the sound effects, they're both about the same, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know, it's... I've got not much to say about it yeah it's what... really a
0: toss- up I don't know I like the I like your the orbs that you shoot in gloom to me that's that's something that's unique um, like I said the alien breed the levels and maybe they designed it this way but it just felt really claustrophobic um, you know you go in these hallways and they're literally large enough for you to go in um, I felt more disoriented playing Alien breed 3d. Uh, neither one had just a key you could press to open up a map screen, which, you know, later games had that, and that was very helpful. Um, but it's 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 still pretty much a wash. Uh, neither game is great. They're interesting from a historical perspective, but not something that I'd go out of my way to play.
1: Again. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I these are Of all the games we've played on the show. Whoops! Sorry, fans, That Dummy Bear turned his phone off. Of all the games we've played on the show, uh, this is the one. Uh, these are the ones I, I think, um, well. Amongst a few others that I, I don't ever see me going back to play. Mm-hmm. Um, that much said, we were in a minority in terms of the way this thing uh, was uh, considered uh, on the uh, on the overall uh, review zones. They liked it a lot. Uh, this thing got ninety percent across the board. Uh, it was quite popular. Uh, like I said it had a sequel. The sequel, I don't know how well it did, but I know this one did real well in the thirty-two on the CD thirty-two. Uh, in terms of eBay, on the other hand, this was a tough one. Uh, let me flip over here. The uh, They were done in the U.S. again. Although I know for a fact that this one was released over here. Uh, box game on eBay. Again, this is Europe and the U.K. 25 to 40 bucks shipped. No problem. So a lot like the first one. Yeah. So, uh, you know, 3D-wise, not great. We may look at... Uh, in the future, we're looking at another couple of 3D games to give a shot that were a little more later in the, than this one. And and we're going to see how those... We tried to run them, but we just couldn't get them to run, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I don't know if we have enough horsepower. <laughs> right. I know I don't have enough in the, in the <laughs> real Amiga. So.
0: Um, well, let's go ahead and close this out by thanking all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, I'd like to thank Graham W. Wobke. And Graham, if you'd like to write in and let me know how to pronounce your name, that would be wonderful. <laughs> um, Rob O'Hara thanks Rob Paul Harrington Laurent Giroux Jonas Rullo, Kilborn Biderman Tapes from the Crypt Adam Bradley Chris Folds, Will Williams Daniel Bingston O'Brien's Retro and Vintage Chad Halstead and Brent Dowdy um, next week oh and if you'd like to support us on Patreon you can head on over to patreon.com slash amigos podcast uh, we'd appreciate it Next week, Aaron, it is your favorite.
1: Is it your favorite holiday? Yeah, yeah, I'd say it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween
0: Halloween. is upon us. Uh, And I figure we do our second annual Amiga Halloween Spectacular. We've been having a lot of spooktacular. Um, We are going to pick out a couple uh, Halloween-related games and uh, just kind of do another sort of compilation show like we did with the arcade
1: games and hopefully it'll be it'll be fun last year's halloween uh spectacular was so successful (laughs) and so well regarded yeah as you know this one's gonna be
0: better this one's got to be better uh the elvira games um they they might not have been the best choice (laughs) for for review but this time we're going to do some ones that may be a little bit more well-known and uh a little bit more fun so uh You got anything to say? I'm done. All right. We'll see you next week. Adios.